0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clap it up, man. Clap it up. We here. <laughs> it's your boy DJ Michi, man. This is the DJ Michi podcast. Uh, we in the building, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. Can I get some more, you know what I mean? Can I get some more applause, some claps? I did this for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? We finally here. We made it. The DJ Michi podcast. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode one. Um, I'm excited to be here today. Um, like I said, man, I did this for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all the read. Like it took me a while. You know what I'm saying? Like I said on Instagram, it took me, uh, you know, a million phone calls, a million text messages, a million comments, a million of my friends, you know, peers, uh, coworkers, you know what I'm saying, just kind of in my ear, you know, for the last couple of years, like, yo, you need to start a podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, we love, like, you know, some of your opinions. We love what you stand for. We love, you know, the, just your whole situation. We love everything that you're about, you know what I'm saying? And We would love that in podcast form. You know what I mean? Talk about some topics. Talk about some things. Bring life to this, to that, da-da-da-da-da. Start a podcast. And um, I'm here to tell you that, you know, this is like a, a long time coming. This is something that I've been working on, but I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Um, but, you know, I'm here to tell you that DJ Michi is a perfectionist, right? So what happens is I get in my brain about a lot of stuff like, you know, I wanted to start this forever. And it was like, oh, but I need a name. I couldn't think of a name, so I was like, "Well, I can't start a podcast without a name." So I'm here to tell you that this is the DJ Michi podcast until I figure out a name. <laughs> We're doing this podcast in real time, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, and then the other thing is just like it's like everything else, man. It's like you know I gotta get a logo. I gotta I gotta I gotta get a videographer. I gotta get all this like like we gonna bring this. We gonna bring a video portion to this podcast. It's just not going to be today. <laughs> But because I'm getting ready for tour and I got a lot of stuff going on, you know, what I'm saying, but I got a, I had to get an episode out, you know, for you before I left and all that. So we here and we're going to rock it out. Audio style, you know, what I'm saying until we get things together. But like I said, man, we growing this podcast together. So doing this thing in real time um, at the end of the day, like I said, bit back to the whole perfectionist situation. I feel like I just needed things to be the right way. You know what I mean? I'm just not just going to put some bullshit out just to do it, just to do it because y'all telling me to do it. But I realized that, you know, that allows a lot of procrastination It allows me to just not necessarily do things. So I told myself I had to, you know, make myself accountable. I had to just put it out there in the sky. Like, look, man, just start it. It might be trash in the beginning, but you'll grow it into your vision and where you want it to go. So you gotta start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's a testament to y'all out there. If y'all running around trying to do something, wanting to do something, you know, wanting to get this thing moving. And just to let you know right now I'm recording and it's two 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 right now. So my angels is talking to me. So this thing is supposed to happen the way it's happening. All right? I'm just letting you know. I'm just putting it out there. But listen, um, so we here. You know what I'm saying? This is the DJ Michi podcast. Um, like I said, you know, procrastination vibes. Um, you know what I mean? Being a perfectionist vibes. that's why it took so long. Now, I did have a podcast years ago, all right? I was kind of like, I don't know, a little bit ahead of my time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I be calling myself like a little renaissance man. I'm a little, like, visionary in a sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Clap for me one time. Um, I had a podcast like damn near probably five six years ago. It was called Selectively Social Podcast, and this was like around the beginning of like the podcast wave. Podcast wasn't really a big thing back then, Um, so we was kind of just running around in this space of not necessarily knowing where this thing was gonna go. Um, Shout to Char C. I had a podcast with Char C. It was Selectively Social Podcast. We talked about music. We talked about relationships. Um, we, you know, it was just like a, a, you know, a a men, woman dynamic type situation that we brought to this podcast. It was dope. It was fun. Um, but again, we were navigating in this new space where we didn't necessarily know where it was going to go or what we were going to do. Um, so we had a lot going on. She had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. So to be consistent, it just was very hard. You know what I mean? After a while. And then, um, it kind of just fizzled out. But um, I love Shaw C, you know what I'm saying? I love Selectively Social Podcast. I almost wanted to name this Selectively Social Podcast, but then I was like, you know what? I want to start something new, something, you know what I mean? I still love the name, so don't be out there trying to, you know, copyright the name. I'm about to go right now, you know what I'm saying? So relax, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, I just want to start something fresh, man, something new, you know what I'm saying? So we're here with the uh, DJ Michi podcast and um, like I said, I'm doing this because y'all told me to do it. So if y'all listening out there right now and y'all don't listen to my podcast, y'all don't support the podcast, y'all some assholes because y'all the ones told me to do this. <laughs> like You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. So I'm just letting you know. Um, but we're going to start off with our sponsor. Yes, I got a sponsor for the podcast already, man. Episode one, the DJ Michi podcast sponsor is Juicy J Juice Bar, you know what I'm saying? Juicy J Juice Bar, shouts to Josephine out there, believes that eating and living clean should be accessible to everyone, and it should be, where eating healthier becomes a lifestyle. All of their delicious juices are made with locally grown organic veggie- veggies. Let me say this again. All of their delicious juices, because they're delicious, they're amazing, you know what I'm saying? They're wonderful, they're, they're, they're scrumptious, they're sensational, you know what I mean? They're made with locally grown organic veggies, roots, and fresh fruit. You know what I'm saying? Start your day with a healthy juice, all right? We out here, you know what I mean, trying to just educate, like, you know, our people, man, you know what I'm saying? Let's get out here and let's eat right. Let's get healthy. Let's get some juices. Let's get some veggies and all that in our bodies, you know what I'm saying, to nourish that temple and all that, you know what I mean? So shouts to Juicy J Juice Bar. You can follow them on Instagram, Juicy J Juice Bar. They also got their juices all over Connecticut, man. You know what I'm saying? You can go get it at Sunsplash, um... Samilla Cafe and Studio, Rainbow Variety, the Russell Grab and Go, um, Last Plumas, um, you can order as well, you know what I'm saying, from them. She got all types of, like, detox juices, a whole bunch of vibes. So, shouts to Josephine right there. And that's jo- Juicy J Juice Bar, which is the official sponsor of the DJ Michi podcast. All right? We here, man. so, listen, um yeah so like i said this is an introduction uh podcast you know what i'm saying but we got a special guest today we're gonna be talking to the one and only dance hall you know what i'm saying he at the top of the dance hall just going crazy dance hall star dance hall icon he's a legend in the making if not a legend already he goes by the name of skilly bang you know what i'm saying he got a brand new album called crocodile teeth we're gonna be talking about that album talking about everything he got going on he dropping nfts all types of crazy vibes, you know what I'm saying, in a dance hall world, so we're gonna, talk and we're gonna be talking to uh, Skilly Bang, you know what I'm saying, in a few, um, but like I said, it's the Introduction Podcast, it's DJ Michi Podcast, we here, we live, um, like I said, I'm doing this for y'all, so if y'all don't listen and support, y'all some assholes, again, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep rocking out and doing what I do, now, um, the podcast, what is it gonna be about, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm doing this thing in real time, so I know, you know, radio-wise, Hot 937, we do a lot of the gossipy, you know, vibes and all that stuff. I don't know if I want the podcast to be that, you know what I mean? The podcast is going to be my thing, the things that I like to talk about, you know what I mean? You know, I'm a, I'm a weirdo, man. I like to talk about tech stuff, you know, the tech wars that's going on out there. I like to talk about um, health. I like to talk about uplifting, you know what I'm saying? I like to talk about energy, you know what I mean? We're going to talk about yoga, meditation. We're going to talk about wellness, you know what I'm saying? Especially in our communities and all that. I would love to do that. I got a whole bunch of guests that's going to be on the um, podcast as well. A whole bunch of different people from musicians to artists to uh, just gurus, just business-minded people. You know what I'm saying? CEOs. Just all types of people we're going to be talking to on the podcast as well that I'm bringing to you. You know what I mean? To talk about all the amazing things that they got going on as well. Um, I definitely want to talk, and you know what I'm saying? I'm super into, like, the conspiracies and all that vibe. We're going to, the, the naughty, we're going to talk about the naughty over here, all right? So, don't get me canceled, but we're going to talk about that naughty. Um, <laughs> no, nah, just play. But, um, we're going to talk, of course, music, you know what I'm saying? Music is my life, so, of course, we're going to talk about music as well. And, um, we're just going to have some fun with it, man. Like I said, this is not going to be a, you know what I mean, an OD, you know, serious thing. We're going to have some vibes. I'm going to get some of my friends to come up here. You know what I mean? We're going to rock out. We're going to talk relationships. We're going to talk about just life, just life in general, all the things, you know what I'm saying, that's going on, all the stuff that, you know what I mean, is happening in the world and all that. So, you know, like I said, today we're going to be talking to Skilly Bang, the one and only, you know what I'm saying? He got a brand new album, Crocodile Teeth, it's out there right now. Go run it up, go stream it, you know what I'm saying? we're going to put on today. Um, like I said, I'm kind of contradicting myself and being a little hypocrite because I said my podcast wasn't going to be about gossip or anything like that. But I want to talk about some things, man. You know what I'm saying? Some things that's going on and all that. We're going to get through some vibes and then we're going to go into the interview. And um, that's episode one, man. DJ you podcast. So let's start started off with the legend, the legendary Bow Wow, man. Um, He suffered a crazy meltdown, you know what I'm saying, during the millennial tour. You know what I'm saying? Um, over there in uh, North Carolina, they had a stop in Greensboro. And he actually went crazy, man. He said, uh, too much bitching and complaining on this tour. I'm busting cats' asses every night. Every night they try and complain and take away from me. He said, I give 1,000%. And y'all know it. He said, ATL, I hope y'all show together. I'm going to bust y'all asses for 45 minutes straight. Try me. Now, I don't know where this smoke came from. You know what I'm saying? I thought the Millennial Tour was going good. I have not seen it yet. Um, but I thought it was going good. You know what I'm saying? I know Bow Wow, Omarion, they they, they brothers. They've been doing amazing. They've been putting on. Um, but Bow Wow had a meltdown, man. So something had to have happened. He said, this might be my last show. I've had enough. Um, he continued on to say, here's the truth. I do 15 minutes every night. I can't even do my full songs. And I still be busting folks' asses. He said, I think the fans don't complain about my set being 15 minutes. He said, only way I show up tonight is if I do my full set, and that's straight up. He said, I knew I should have waited this out, should have rested up, and did 2022 with my bro Chris Brown. Shouts to Chris Brown, because the tour announcement is coming soon. Just putting that out there. Um, So, yeah, going back to Bow Wow, man. Um, so, yeah, it, had, it must be something to do with set time, man, because, and that's crazy to think that Bow Wow was only doing 15 minutes. That's really, really insane, you know what I'm saying? Because Bow Wow, out of all the people that's on this tour, who's on this tour? It's Bow Wow, Omarion, Ying Yang Twins, Ashanti, Pretty Ricky, Soldier Boy, and more. Yeah, for Bow Wow to only do 15 minutes, that's kind of crazy. So I don't know if they only gave him 15 minutes because maybe he's not doing a good job on the tour. Or if that's just a thing, because that's weird, you know what I'm saying? Because Bow Wow can damn near do an hour show. He got that many hits, that many songs that we love as fans and consumers. Um, so that's kind of crazy that they only giving them 15 minutes. Um, so I don't know if that's a him and Omarion thing or what's going on, but I need to leave Omarion alone, man. My man Omarion, he ain't, he ain't bothering nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? He's zenned out. You know what I mean? He's Mr. Unbothered. And he's just trying to do his thing, man. So I don't, I don't really get it. I don't know. But shouts to Bow Wow there. Um, I did want to kind of start the show uh, showing some um, – some love, sending some light, uh, prayers out to the family of Imani. Um, Imani is a R&B singer. Uh, she actually passed away on Monday at 22 years old. And um, super sad news right there. You know, she sang tracks like Feelings, uh, Close. Um, you know, her manager actually uh, spoke out and put out a statement saying it is with heavy hearts that the family of Imani has confirmed her passing. Um, they would like to share that although she fought courageously and the medical team went above and beyond, doing everything in the power to aid with her recovery, on Monday, October 11th, Imani succumbed to injuries she sustained after a tragic accident. At this time, Imani's uh, family is asking for privacy to mourn and honor uh, her life and memories. Um, super sad news right there. You know, my condolences uh, and prayers go out to her, her family, um fans, friends, um, super, super sad news right there, 22 years old, it just kind of seems like it's a theme of us, uh, continuing to lose our young kids, man, and it's, um, it's super sad to see that, especially somebody like her who was a super rising R&B star, she was doing amazing out there, um, and they haven't necessarily confirmed the cause of death or put that out there, anything like that, it's none of our business either, um, but you know with these type of stories, these type of situations, uh you know the type of things that we can possibly think of of what happened. So I just think that um out there we just want to I just want to say I just want to send some love out to each and every one of you that's listening to this podcast right now because I think there's not enough of that of us checking in with each other and just letting each other know that we uh we love each other and that you guys are not alone and please check on your people's cuz It's just sad to continue to hear um, tragic things like this happen, um, especially in our communities. Um, So please, people, uh, let's uh, continue to pray, continue to keep our people uh, together, check on our people and um, just let everybody know that you are not alone. All right. Um, So, yeah. So next, I wanted to get into uh, this Meek Mill situation, man. Meek Mill's been um, being criticized uh, surrounding his album cover art. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Expensive Pains is out now. Um, he had a cover art that had, I believe, naked women. Um, and one of the women's was kind of exposing her, um, private area. And this album cover, which at first we kind of took it in as art because he explained it as like, you know, a female, uh, black female artist is the one, her name is Nina Chanel. She's the one that I believe, um, made this art. Meek Mill loved it, wanted it for the uh, cover art and it expressed all the expensive pains and all the things that was going on in his life. It was like representation of what he perceived what was going on in his life. Um, so at first we took it as, as art and then I believe a man um, put up a video and then it kind of like just started to outrage because it was on top. It was on side of buses and a guy was just going crazy, you know, killing Meek Mill um and a whole bunch of other people was just outraged folks were speaking out saying this is uh this is crazy this is you know it's, it's on the side of buses and just it was just so much outrage around social media and stuff like that um how i feel about it is you know at first i i took it in the same way as everybody else did like okay i understand you know art is a representation um you know it's it's always uh it's whatever you perceive you know it and stuff like that do i believe it was a little much putting it on buses and allowing it to um, be viewed out there, you know, when there's obviously kids around and stuff like that, of course, Um, because that might be something that you might not necessarily be able to uh, block out. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to you driving in a car and you listening to a song, that got all types of B words and P words and this, this, that, and the third, you can turn it off, especially if you got kids, but something like that you can't necessarily turn off. Um, so I don't know if that's like more so, uh, label situation. Like maybe they should have made a little cleaner cut for something like, uh, the, the, you know, the side of buses or something like that. Or, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not one to, I don't even have kids. (laughs) So you would probably think that I probably wouldn't even think nothing of it. But I mean, I do have a niece. I do have a sister. I do have a mother. Um, so I mean, do I want my mom driving on the side of a bus and seeing something like that? Probably not. But um I mean art is art, so it's very hard to, you know, say what it's very hard to kill it, I feel like, because at the end of the day, if we're gonna kill that, there's so much other things we gotta kill too. You know what I'm saying? Like there's songs on the radio that, you know, express, you know, a lot of a lot of that. You know what I mean? So it's like if we're gonna kill that, we're gonna take that down, we gotta take this down, that down, that down. It's always that argument, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to kill Meek Mill. I'm not going to kill the artist because um, art is art. It's a representation. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's how you perceive it. It's your perception. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, maybe the responsibility was on the label a little bit. You know what I mean, I don't know because at the end of the day, we put out art. You know what I'm saying? We put out music and all that, and then there's different versions, right? There's a clean version. There's a parental advisory, you know, that we slap on, you know what I'm saying, to a situation. You know what I mean? Um, on TV, you know what I'm saying. When when it comes to that type of uh, 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 uh vibes with 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 that adult content, you know what I'm saying. A lot of that gets played more so towards the end of the night. You know what I'm saying. Not during the day. Not three o'clock in the in, you know in the afternoon or anything like that where kids could be uh, watching. So I mean, um, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna kill them. You know what I'm saying. I get it. I get it. I get both sides at the end of the day, but. Uh, Meek Mill finally, um, you know, spoke out on the situation. He addressed the criticism and said that Nina, who is, who is, the, you know, the lady that uh, made the art, said that Nina, the shit. I don't think people really understand in the internet and in the social media world. We don't really give a fuck. He said about the fake social world. He said she's a black artist. She's a black woman. She's been expressing herself through art. Uh, when they make movies about racism on the news, they um, they don't talk about little girls getting killed in our neighborhood. We don't give a fuck that y'all not worried about us or helping us. So don't give a fuck when we do when we're doing something that way that we want to do it. He also addressed a viral video of the man who uh, expresses anger about the artwork on the bus. And he said, um, what did he say when George Floyd got killed? He said, I know he was outraged about a bus and a painting that was on. But what did he say when he saw a white man choke out a black man for nine minutes? did he make the same type of video or did he just want to zero in on that um yeah i mean <laughs> it, it it's hard man you know these these situations these topics these you know these things are are, are it, it's hard man because it's like i feel like either side never necessarily wins um it's it's you just we just got to kind of find a good happy medium in a sense because at the same time there was things that the man did say that, of so, of course, somebody, you know, would understand and be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. But then, obviously, Meek Mill's saying the same situation. It's like, look, man, if you're going to have outrage against this, you better have outrage against this, too. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of goes to my point of, like, look, man, if we're going to take this down and we're going we gonna to shut down this art, <laughs> there's, yo, there's a lot of other art that's, you know what I'm saying, representing a lot of other things that, you know, people might be a little outraged about, too. So it's like... I don't know, I man. I don't know how you be fair in this situation, but um, I kind of feel Meek Mill with with everything that he said, because um, that's real. And it kind of goes back to um, uh, like the stuff that's going on with Dave Chappelle too. We're gonna get into that real quick, but um, also continuing with Meek Mill, he just claimed that uh, he would rather be taken off a of Billboard charts after debuting at number three for "Expensive Pain." um you know obviously the album cover i in a sense of like the label and the business and all that i kind of looked at it like man this is a good thing cuz at least he getting a whole bunch of press and eventually they'll end up going from that to cuz just how we are as people we end up seeing the controversy seeing what everybody's talking about and it ends up going back to us maybe checking on the album listening to the album like that type of vibe so i mean i kind of looked at it like maybe it might be a good thing business wise you know what i'm saying but um, it debuted at number three on the billboards behind uh Drake and Taylor Swift. Uh Meek said that now he wants nothing to do with the charts, only measuring his success by how the people feel it. Um, you know, he said uh even before the album just came out, they said it sold ninety thousand, which I felt like is kinda low um uh, for Meek Mill. But he said, I don't know if they said that it's good or bad, but if we walk around outside, you're gonna hear the shit booming from Maine to Spain. Um, He said when asked about the charts, he uh, added that um, me, I'd rather be taken off the billboard. He said, you got to think about it. What is the purpose of me being on billboard if Jay-Z talking about, you know, he don't believe billboard? He'd been in the game for 30 years. Why should I put myself in a position to be where they say allegedly? You know what I'm saying? Something is being manipulated, and then I'm putting my brand on the list that's being manipulated. So, Check out everything that uh Meek Mill had to say. But that's um, some real vibes, man. I mean, it's a, it's a... And that's been a war. You know what I'm saying? That's been a continuous war of, uh, you know, people obviously, you know, um believing that, you know, a lot of these numbers are manipulated and stuff like that. And that's the reason why, you know, this gets put this way, this gets put that way. Um, But Meek Mill's right. I mean, you can't take away from the streets. I mean, I've been riding around everywhere, and that's what people have been playing, and people have been excited about this Meek Mill expensive paint. So, I'm going to salute my brother, Meek Mill, and y'all go out there and stream and run up that expensive pain, all right? We here. <laughs> um, so, I mean, since we're talking about this whole controversy and just, uh, you know, those both-sided uh, situations, I mean, let's talk about this, uh, you know, um, Dave Chappelle situation. I mean, obviously, Dave Chappelle, um, we've talked about it, obviously, on the radio and stuff like that, and everybody's been talking about it on social media, but... Uh, Dave Chappelle's The Closer, obviously a lot of co- controversy around that, um, he had a lot of uh, tra- transgender jokes, um, transgender communities and LGBTQ plus communities, uh, have been in an uproar, you know, ups- upset about some of the things that, that he said, uh, even calling for him to be canceled, um, calling for Netflix to take down his, uh, you know, special, um, Netflix CEO obviously made that statement saying that no, they were not going to take it down, um. I believe somebody, uh, one of somebody in that community, um, I believe stormed a meeting or something like that, and then I guess allegedly they ended up getting fired for it. Um, the CEO came out, put out a statement, basically saying that um, you know the person got fired not because of what they stood for, but because of the fact that they stormed a meeting, interrupted, try to you know try to put try to mess up like a like the business in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's been so much stuff around that. Then it was like, it came out that, the transgender community or coworkers at Netflix was going to be doing like a walkout on October 20th. I thought that was a little weird because I thought that when it comes to walkouts, that's something that you do like on the low and that's something that you don't tell people. So like people won't be prepared to do it, but I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, but so there's some new updates on the situation. So, I guess Netflix co-CEO, he doubled down on the support of uh, Dave Chappelle and The Closer. He said that um, adults can watch violence, assault, and abuse, or enjoying shocking stand-up comedy. Once again, it goes back to those arguments on both sides. It's kind of droop. Um, but he, uh, Ted Sarandos, uh, the CEO, the co-CEO of the Netflix, he sent another um, memo to staff members regarding Dave Chappelle um, in the special The Closer. And um, if critics assumed that he would be uh, backing down, well, he did not. Um, You know, following the news that, you know, there was a walkout by a transgender employee um, in the memo, you know, the CEO stated that we know that a number of you have been left angry, disappointed and hurt by our decisions to put Dave Chappelle's latest special on Netflix. He said uh, adults can watch violence. They can watch assault, abuse or enjoy shocking stand up comedy without it causing them, um, you know, harm to others. He continued with the decision in uh, comparison, saying that um, with the closer, we understand that the concern is not about offensive to some content, but titles, which could increase real world harm, such as further marginalizing an uh, already marginalizing group hate and violence. Um, he said last year we heard similar concerns about 365 days and violence against women. Uh, while some employees disagree, we have a strong belief that content on screen doesn't directly translate to real world harm. He said that the strongest evidence to support this is that violence on screens has grown hugely over the last 30 years, especially with uh, first party shooter games. And yet violent crime has fallen significantly in many countries. So, you know, as we reported, um, you know, following uh, Netflix uh, publicly stating that it has no plans to remove Chappelle's The Closer. He said that news spread that the company's transgender employees have planned a stage a uh, walkout on October 20th. And obviously, like, you know, Dave Chappelle said, if this is what being canceled is like, he said he loves it. So <laughs> they're uh, continuing to support, um, you know, this situation. Uh, they also said that Netflix fired um, a trans employee for leaking that it paid Dave Chappelle $24.1 million for a special. Now, I know this thing is probably in the next couple of days is going to be a big thing um, because of just the uproar of letting go an employee. Um, but I think what a lot of people are not understanding is, you know, with these big corporations, man, when you mess with their money, (laughs) that's not, that's not, it's not the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And something like that, leaking information that way, allowing other businesses, other competitors, um, you know, other people that could be offering Dave Chappelle deals, letting them know, you know, how much Netflix paid him for those specials. That's like a, a super no. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely understand why Netflix fired um, this employee. Um, but it's really crazy. So the employee was let go after uh, they leaked that. Netflix paid Dave Chappelle $24.1 million for the closer and $23.6 million for his uh, 2019 comedy special, Sticks and Stones. Um, so by comparison, Netflix spent $21.4 million for Squid Game, which is uh, Netflix's biggest um, series launch ever. So, um you know, the spokesperson of the company said, we have to let go of an employee for sharing confidential, commercially sensitive uh, information outside the company. And um, it looks like the job terminated um, you know, comes on the tensions of all of this uh, controversy around Dave Chappelle. And the crazy thing about it is I don't think this is gonna be the last, you know what I'm saying? I don't I mean, this thing seems like it's, it's continuing to bubble It continue to grow, but I'm gonna tell you one thing about these corporations, man. You can't you can't be leaking information like that, bro, cuz that's that can go to the competitor and then, then now that you just gave, you know what I'm saying? You just allowed the competitor to do what they, you know, need to do and want to do, so um I don't know. It's crazy. But uh I how I feel about the situation, I've still not watched Dave Chappelle to closer yet. So I can't talk too much about it because at the end of the day, I have not watched it 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 You know what I'm saying? Yet. But from the clips that I've I've seen and watching other Dave Chappelle shows, um, I think he's a genius. I like that he talks about real life topics and real life things. Um, I think what he continues to do is he continues to challenge our thinking, um, challenge. uh, I think he continues to kind of put out there that, you know, we not necessarily that we got to look at both sides of the spectrum, but just. We can't necessarily continue to tear down something and not look ourselves in the mirror and see things that we do, you know what I'm saying? And I think that just kind of goes back to the whole—he uh, what? Well, I don't think he was supporting what the baby said. I believe he did agree that the baby said some crazy stuff, but I think that he was kind of challenging us to listen, man. If we're gonna condemn the baby, we need to look in the mirror and condemn ourselves because look, we're also supporting the fact that you know we said nothing about the fact that he did this or that this person did this or did that and da 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 but we're going to kill this person because he said this, because he was uneducated about a topic because of da 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 you know what I'm saying? Um, So, that's why I like Dave Chappelle. I like Dave Chappelle because he allows me to think about stuff, you know what I'm saying? I I, I listen to what he says and I'm just, I see both sides of things. I might have been one-track-minded tr- one about a certain situation, but he'll speak on it, he'll break it down, he'll He'll support both sides of the spectrum, and then he just kind of just challenges your mind, but in a comedic way, and then that's why I feel like it's genius, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he necessarily has, like, a take where he's only supporting this person, this community, this, that, da 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 I think he just wants us to understand, you know, who the enemy really is out there, you know what I'm saying? And we going to keep it that, we're going to keep it right there with that one. Um, new music dropped this week uh we can start with young thug um young thug dropped a project called punk um this is his sophomore album this is crazy because i dead ass did not know he was dropping an album i just looked on a title and was like yo what did young thug dropped and um i immediately went to it and all i have to say is his album was amazing bro his album is amazing so he uh did announce it during his um Tiny Desk performance back in July, um, you know. But now the project is here. Uh, he's been working on the album. He said for two years. Um, the cover art is super dope. You know what I'm saying? So definitely go check that out. Definitely run it up. Um, the album has 20 tracks. It uh, features Drizzy. Drake is on there. J Cole. The record with J Cole is so fire too. You know what I'm saying? Future is on there. Travis Scott. Gunna. Uh, Mac Miller. Juice World. Um, that record is probably my favorite one on the joint. The joint he got with Juice World. But um super dope, just amazing album. Um, Young Thug, th- like this album right here, this is one of them albums where I feel like he's really going to get his flowers um, as far as just, you know, in the game. I mean, we know he's a legend. We know we know what he is, but he's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You listen to this album, you realize like, oh, nah, we, we need to be talking about Thug a little bit more when we be having these little, con- you know, conversations of, you know, who's the best, who's at the top, who's running things right now, who's... Who inspired this? Who started this? Like, Thug is, you know what I'm saying? He he needs to be in those those conversations a little bit more. So, shouts to Thug right there. Uh, Gucci Mane, he dropped in a, a collaboration called So Icy Boys. Um, 17 tracks uh, along with some of his artists. Um, Push Icy is on there. Fujiano um, is on there as well. And um, he, you know, this is like his first, like, uh, comic book inspired album artwork. So you can check that out. Pretty dope as well. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, you know, Gucci Mane, uh, Thug dropped. Um, we had a whole bunch of other music that dropped too. I'm trying to think who else dropped that I was like, this is fire. Somebody else dropped. Um, I don't know. Um, oh, shout my man Graf. My man Graph dropped. Um, Graf dropped a joint st- um, Stop Calling Art Content. Um, he dropped that as well. So shout out to graff right there. You know what I'm saying? friend of the show uh light skin keisha she dropped as well um let me see who else dropped man oh dom kennedy man west side shout out to the west side man dom kennedy dropped definitely go check that out if you like that west coast vibe um dom kennedy a legend too you know what i'm saying he, he's somebody that is very slept on that are not not a lot of people talk too much about too so i, I rock with dom kennedy um and last but not least i want to uh give a big shout out to the hometown the one and only uh dusty stay true you know what i'm saying he dropped his True To Me uh, album um, last Friday. Not this past Friday, but the Friday before, before last. And before this le- before Friday, before Thug Drive, pretty much, um, he, he had the number one album on iTunes, man. This is somebody from New Haven, Connecticut, bro. New Haven, Connecticut, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to Dusty Stay True. Um, yeah, man, young boy putting on, you know what I'm saying, for Connecticut and all that. Um, he just got signed to uh, South Coast Music Group. Um, shouts to Arnold Taylor, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, he dropped an amazing project, um, 12 joints on there. It's just going crazy. He's actually gearing up to go on tour uh, with uh, Tusi, and he's doing like a 27-day tour or something like that. I'm actually going to be on tour uh, DJing for him as well, so I'll be on tour too. So we coming to a city near you, you know what I'm saying? So if you look on the uh, you know the tour schedule and all that, if you see that we coming to your city, please, pull up, buy some tickets, if you can, you know what I'm saying, because a lot of them shows are sold out, so, and if you, if it's sold out, just hit me up, maybe I can get you on a list or something like that, you never know, you know what I mean, but definitely pop out, we gonna be in your city soon, um, shouts to Dusty Stay True once again, um, he had a fire, uh, album release party out in New Haven, shouts to Terminal 110, shouts to KB, um, you know what I'm saying, shouts to DJ Buck, DJ Rex, uh, man, it was, it was dope, it was super dope, man, he really had, Connecticut come out, he really had New Haven come out, he had his city come out, I'm talking his artists, you know what I'm saying, artists from New Haven pulled up, you know what I'm saying, to salute the young boy, and um, I thought it was beautiful, man, it was beautiful to see that, because I've been a part of so many album release parties from artists from Connecticut, from, you know, from the area, and um, I just feel like it's always a lack of support when it comes to artists actually pulling up, so to have, like, his hometown, artists you know i'm saying pull up i thought that was very strong to see that so shouts to the 203 shouts to uh new haven um i think a lot of other town. i don't like to like do the whole like town other towns other you know area codes but i'm gonna do that right now y'all other y'all other ones that be out there you know i'm saying like harford area and all that like i don't be seeing stuff like that when i when i when i I, I feel like when a harford artist does a does something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like the Hartford artists don't necessarily come out and support, it. and I think that's like, it's, it's, it's sad to see that, you know what I'm saying? We got to support each other. We got to stop with all this like, you know, 203860, I'm from here, I'm from there type vibes. Like this is Connecticut, man, you know what I'm saying? You got the young boy um, kicking down the doors. You got him um, shining light on Connecticut, Um, and he's about to go on the road and put on for uh Connecticut, man. So we got to champion that. We got to support that. I mean, we got to salute that, so shouts to Dusty, stay true once again, you know what I'm saying, true to me, is out there right now, make sure y'all go run that up and do what y'all need to do, do what y'all got to do, man, because that's fire, you know what I'm saying, and um, so yeah, that was music that dropped, Um, that I'm rocking with, Um, again, if you listening right now, man, we're going to get into an a interview with um the one and only, you know what I'm saying, he goes by the name of Skilly Bang, you know what I mean, he got his album, uh, Crocodile Teeth. We gonna be talking to him soon, man. So make sure y'all, you know, keep it locked over here, man. DJ Michi podcast. We here, baby. Um, chance the rapper. Um, he just spoke out and he agreed. He agrees. He's agreeing with uh, you know, NBA star Kyrie Irving's anti-vaccine stance. Um, so you know, Kyrie Irving's decision has remained uh unvaccinated with the COVID nineteen vaccine which is a result of him being banned um, to be next to the team um, to play for the Brooklyn Nets in the up-and-coming 2021-2022 uh, season. Um, he's been met with uh, a lot of options. You know, obviously, either get it or you lose millions and millions of dollars. You might lose your job, you know, all of these different things. And, um, you know, Chance the Rapper, he actually uh just threw out some support, Um, you know, about, uh, you know, the situation. But, you know... He uh Kyrie Irving he did hop on um Instagram Live, and he did dispel um several rumors surrounding his anti-vaccine viewpoint where he informed uh you know followers and viewers that he's just making the best choice for himself you know what I'm saying that he I don't think he was against vaccines and stuff like that but I think he said he was more so against the mandate uh more than anything um he said that and don't believe that I'm retiring. Don't believe that I'm giving up on this game for the vaccine mandate or staying unvaccinated. He said, don't believe any of that. He said, really be aware of what's being said before I even get a chance to be on the podium and speak for myself. He said, all these people saying all these things about what's going on with me. And it's just not true. Pay attention to what's going on out in the real world. People are losing their jobs to these mandates He said. people are having to make choices with their own lives, which I respect. He said, and I don't want to sit here and play on people's emotions either. Just use logic so you can check out everything that uh, Kyrie Irving had to say. Um, You know, some of the things that he said, too, he said, um, you know, I'm a hooper. I've been a hooper since I was damn near four years old and coming to the NBA. I just had a dream to play ball at a high level. You know what I'm saying? He said, I didn't anticipate all of this coming with it. He said, but if I am going to be responsible for my own life, then I got to speak on things, um, you know, that truly mattered to me. I had to stop running away from using my voice and using my platform to speak on what's true. And what's mine, nobody is going to hijack my voice. Nobody is going to take away the power from me that I have for speaking on these things. Um, so, you know, you can check out everything that uh, Kyrie Irving had to say. Um, and I thought it was uh, it was super, super, super dope. So, uh, you know, he wrote uh, Chance the Rapper. He, you know, after seeing the video and all that and seeing the live, you know, obviously he's putting some support out there because he wrote like a 100 emojis. Um, up on his uh, situation, co-signing everything that Kyrie Irving had to say. So you can check that out. We'll keep you updated on that situation. I, that story is um, is very – uh, I think it's very important, you know what I'm saying, because it's something that is it is a real thing that's going on right now Um, where people are losing their jobs and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody's on one side of the spectrum. Everybody feels this way about this. They feel that way about that. Um, I think that um, my stance is, you know, I kind of feel uh, Kyrie Irving in the sense of, you know, you – you should have a choice, you know what I'm saying, to do what you need to do. I do understand these businesses, and I understand why, you know, these corporations are, you know, locking in these mandates and stuff like that and making these things happen. But um, my stance is, you know, I just feel like uh, you should you should have a choice to do what you want to do with your body, you know what I'm saying, and not be forced. Um, so that's just where I stand with it at the end of the day. Um, Drake, uh, I guess, um, you know, Drake supposedly has threatened uh, Degrassi with illegal action over his character, uh, Jimmy Brooks, commonly known as uh, Wheelchair Jimmy, who, uh, you know, who was in a wheelchair after being shot. So the show's um, former writer James Hersey told publication that there was a letter from a law firm in Toronto and it was from Aubrey. It was an odd letter and said Aubrey Graham will not return to Degrassi season six as Jimmy Brooks unless his injury is healed and he's out of a wheelchair. He said, get him down here. He came in and was like, what letter? I don't think about it. And I said, uh, all right, I understand, but how do you feel about the wheelchair? Um, He said, all my friends in the rap game say I'm soft because I'm in a wheelchair. And I said, well, tell your friends in a rap game that you got shot. How much harder can you get? You got shot and you're in a wheelchair. He's like, yeah, yeah. So uh, Drake stepped back from the legal threat and the writer added, um, he was so nice and apologetic about everything. He instantly backed down. I was very passionate about it and um, said that, Aubrey, there's some, con- there's some kid somewhere in a wheelchair who's completely ignored, who's never on television, never gets represented. I need you to represent this person. You're the coolest kid on the show, and you can say there's nothing wrong with uh, being in a wheelchair. Um, it's kind of crazy. So Degrassi from uh, 2001 to 2007 until he was kicked off the show, uh, Drake was on there, and um, you know he had a lot to say about that situation. That's kind of crazy. Um, Yes, yeah, so I don't know why I'm talking about that, but, yeah, I just saw that, and I thought that was, uh, a little different. Uh, so Pop Smoke's killer says that he wanted to hit rapper with a vase, um, and I was laughing about the Drake situation, not about this Pop Smoke thing, this is serious. Um, so the Pop Smoke killer says that he wanted to hit rapper with a vase instead of shooting him, so the suspect charged with the murder of Pop Smoke insists he only wanted to hit the rapper with a vase, not shoot him. Uh, his name is Corey Walker, he's a, um... You know, and famed attorney Christopher Darden filed a motion on Friday to have his murder and robbery charges dismissed. Um, Darden claims that the 20 year old was not at Pop Smoke's home to hurt him and told those he was with him with, with not to shoot uh, the Rising Star during the uh, February 19, 2020 home invasion. Um, in the filing, Darden wrote that the evidence shows Walker um, never entered the home with a weapon and was not the trigger man. Uh, Walker claims that he told the other suspects to pick up a flower vase if they needed to defend themselves against the victim or anyone else in the house. It's Kind of weird. Walker and four other suspects entered Pop Smoke's home with the intent of stealing his diamond Rolex watch, money, gold chains that they saw on social media. Um, The mass intruders confronted him, and he was ultimately shot and killed by a 15-year-old. Um, Walker told the authorities he assaulted the gunman when learning that he shot uh Pop Smoke. The next hearing is scheduled for December third. Um I don't know, it's kind of a really crazy situation. So I guess um I guess what basically what they're saying is Corey Walker is claiming that he is not the one that uh was the trigger man that actually shot uh Pop Smoke. Uh claiming that he did not even enter the house. I guess it's, he's claiming that he was the um the runner, the the person driving. Um, at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, with a situation like this, you know, everybody, everybody should be charged. I mean, you guys all, you know, conspired this, this, this hit, this situation, regardless if y'all felt like y'all was, um, just going to go in here and rob them or anything, you know, anything happens, stuff like this happens all the time. Um, I think it's just, once again, it's super sad that these situations continue to happen. It's super sad that, um, you know, somebody's, uh, life was taken, you know, from something like this, from obviously a home invasion, somebody trying to go and um, you know, rob rob somebody and stuff like that. Um still, you know, it's a lot of different evidence and different things that we still have not heard. We have heard from witnesses who were there about what really happened, how it happened and all this. We just kinda get these um stories and it's just um it's super sad because it's just kinda like one of those things where it's like we we're just not getting deep down of any type of understanding of, like, what happened with these situations. Something like this um reminds me of, like, even the Nipsey uh, situation with the Nipsey murder. Um, we continue to hear that, you know, the trial is being delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And, delayed and it's just kind of like, man, like, when it, when are we going to hear something? When are we going to hear, you know, some type of justice or some type of something? To, you know, not saying that that's going to heal or, or help his family out or help his kids or anything like that, but it's just, it's a... Uh, it's sad that we just continue to hear, you know, things being delayed and not necessarily um, seems like they want to, you know, kind of close these cases. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, you know, again, man, prayers and um, love and goes out to uh, Pop Smoke, his family, um, that legend, man, you still you still alive to us, man, at the end of the day. So salute to you, King. Um, hopefully they, they figure the situation out of what really happened, how it happened. Um, and they can find some type of justice here. Because this, this just sounds like it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just it's crazy to hear these uh type of stories, man. But um, we are here. Once again, DJ Michi Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, um, I was a super hypocrite today because I did start off by saying that I wasn't going to talk about any gossipy stuff. But I talked about gossipy stuff. Just letting you know that's not going to happen every episode. All right? I just wanted to do it today because I had some things I wanted to talk about. Okay? Anyways... Um, <laughs> Shouts to the DJ Michi sponsor, Juicy J Juice Bar. Once again, Juicy J Juice Bar believes that eating and living clean should be accessible to everyone, all right? Where eating healthier becomes a lifestyle. All of their delicious juices are made with locally grown organic veggies, roots, and fresh fruit. Start your day with healthy juice. And I'm talking about Juicy J Juice Bar. Shouts to Josephine out there. You know the vibes, all right? So right now, um, you know, we're going to get into this uh crocodile teeth, you know what I mean, situation and all that, shout to that boy, Skilly Bang, he going crazy in Jamaica, he going crazy in the world, he at the top, 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 he the top boss, you know what I mean, doing his thing in that dance hall world, and we got him on the show today, so y'all make some noise for the one and only, Skilly Bang. He's there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, my brother? Welcome to the show. Hoffa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, go on. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling even better, man, because your album drop is out. You know what I mean? And we able to, you know what I mean? Feel that energy that you've been bringing all, all year long. Is that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I said, man, and thanks for having me on the store. You know what I mean? Crocodile Teeth is out today. Talk to me about the album, man. Um, why you know, why why crocodile teeth? Why'd you name it that? Like talk to me about the album. all right
1: crocodile teeth is is as you'd say arguably my biggest song right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, just to show homage to people who've been supporting the album, you know, that's why I, I named the album Crocodile Teeth. Okay. So, you know, I capitalized on the name because everybody knows Crocodile Teeth. So I capitalized on that too. So it's not only about um, showing appreciation to my fans, it was uh, about capitalizing on the song Crocodile Teeth. So, you know, it's it's a big project and, and...
0: and You know, it's crazy because not only did you drop an album, you know, with this caliber, but you dropped it also as an NFT, you know what I mean, with intro, shouts the intro. I think this is a big deal. And I want to talk about that, you know, for a little bit. But, you know, just going back to the album, You know, how was it, you know, working with some of these artists that you got on the album? I see you got a version of Crocodile Teeth with Bobby Schmurter. You know, I mean, that's big. Yeah. Uh, You know, how was it, you know, working with him, working with PopCon, working with Rich the Kid, like putting together this album?
1: You know, it's all it's all it's always about fun and and enjoying music for me. And you know, it it was all fun. It was easy linking with all those people I collab with on on the album because, you know, a lot of them of, of my friends, mm-hmm. so big up to Steph London, big up to Daviana, big up to Little Zach, and 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 Spice, the queen of the, the the current queen of dance. Also, you we we were friends, and 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 everybody was kind of like, yo, I want to do something with Skilly Bang. So, you know, it wasn't hard for me to get him on the album. So that was easy, and big up to Rich
0: the Kid. Nah, that's big that's big and i think it i think it's big just having bobby Schmurter on there too because if i'm not mistaken you probably the maybe the first to have bobby Schmurter featured since he got out of jail and all that so i think that's a big deal too
1: yeah 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 because you know at the time when he was when he when he was getting out you know crocodile T was kind of really going crazy at right. the at that time so you know that's how he got familiar with with, with Bank. And you
0: know you at you got just such a a different you know selection of of different artists on the tape. You know I want to know like coming up. You know what I mean who was some of the artists that you listened to that that inspired you to get into this music?
1: The world knows vibes cartel, popcon, mm-hmm. Lee, Bob Marley, Cecil Kalanji, mm. and a lot more. I listen a lot of music, I listen a lot of genres of music. I also listen to hip hop. I listen to Lil Wayne, I listen to Jake, I listen to Nicki Minaj. Wow. You know, a lot of uh, overseas artists as well. So I listen really a lot of music, all genres of music.
0: Now, you know, growing up, like you said, you listen to all those different types of genres of music. How does it feel now to be? pretty much at the top of dance hall and not even just that, but kind of crossover. And now you got some of those artists that you're listening to actually wanting to do records with you and, and get you on their albums and all that. Like, how does it feel to be at the forefront of that?
1: That's absolutely a great feeling, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and that's what we've been working for. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's hard work. And when you see a plan getting along, you know, it's a great feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. And, you know, it drives you to go harder.
0: And I think you know. I think it's big, you know, especially being in this place where you at on the top of dancehall right now. And just we in this new space, you know, with cryptocurrencies, with the NFTs, with all of this type of stuff. Like, what what made you want to jump into that lane and 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 now release, you know, your debut project, you know, through an NFT? Like, what made you want to do that? So the album is dropping with the NFT.
1: So both of them are dropping at the same time. So you know. Um, it was a quick idea from my father, you know, um, he started a record label because he loved music and he, he, he saw me doing music and he said he wanted to be a part of it. So he started a record label. His friend Sam and him are, are partners. They formed a, 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 a record label called Sam Skillington. So they were doing some groundwork and they got this link to these people that um Black Financials who. who, who who were interested in 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 my my image and 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 you know building an NFT around my image and that's where I I already had it in mind that I wanted to do NFT. They were the one who capitalized and had the the, the the link and ways to get it done. So that's how it came along and from there we just started working so we could get it dropped on the 15th with the album and i think that was about two weeks ago so you know there's a lot of work being
0: done so i know you linked up with this you know this company intro to make this all happen you know where could people go to yeah to... yeah 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 yeah. intro yeah intro and i think you know i think it's big to like you know at the end of the day you pioneering a lot of stuff man you know what i mean you you at the top of the the dance hall you know situation right now you know what i mean you 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 power forward and as far as with the whole artist thing with the NFTs, you don't see a lot of artists really jumping into that space, you know, especially with just the way that technology is now and the way that things are moving now, especially in this world. So I think it's super dope that you took a chance on that and really, you know, jumped in front of that because you are going to be the pioneer. This other dance hall artists are going to see exactly what you're doing and definitely going to want to, you know, jump into that space soon. So I think that's super dope.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and, and, and being an example, and a good example is a great thing because, you know, it, it's also um, an investment mm-hmm. and, you know, you can start out small by purchasing an NFT for probably like five dollars and it could probably end up worth ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Who knows? Right. So it, it's a great move to, 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 for, for people who are looking to, to, to do small trading and, 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 and make a profit. Right.
0: Yes, sir. Once again, man, shout out to Skilly Bang. Make sure y'all go out there and support that Crocodile Teeth album is crazy. He got Bobby Shmurda on there, Stefflon Don, Spice, so much more. You know what I'm saying? PopCon, a whole bunch of artists on there. And um, like I said, he dropping an NFT, in the NFT space, in that crypto world, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing. Um, one of the first in Dancehall to get into that world, too. So that's super dope. Shouts to Icon. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, shouts to Skilly Bang once again, and yes, we are here, man, that was the DJ Michi podcast, you know what I'm saying, first episode, we knocked it out, we did what we were supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying, we here, um, listen, I want to thank y'all for listening today, I don't have nothing else I want to talk about really, um, again, like I said, this is the DJ Michi podcast, we're doing this thing in real time, baby, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna continue to see this thing grow and grow and grow, and do what it needs to do. You know what I mean? And um, you know, by the help of you guys, I appreciate the support. You know what I'm saying? Please hit me up, man. Let me know what y'all want to uh, hear, what y'all want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? If y'all got any topics, anything y'all want me to uh, touch on, um, some things to talk about, maybe some guests, maybe some people that you want to see on the show. Because um, I do have an amazing lineup of people that I'm going to be talking to. Um, but you guys might have some people that uh, maybe I should be tapping in with. So definitely hit me up. Um, y'all know where to find me, man. DJ Michi everywhere. Um, and this is the DJ Michi podcast once again. Um, next week, you know what I'm saying? Next episode, we're gonna be talking to the one and only, you know what I'm saying, the beautiful, you know what I'm saying, R and B goddess. I don't even know if I wanna say it, man. Should I say it? You know what I'm saying? Should I should I should I give y'all a little gem? You know what I mean? Like I don't like I don't even know. Like, or should I just have y'all wait? Now I'm going to let y'all know who it is. The one and only Victoria Monet will be on the show next week. We're going to be talking to her, you know what I'm saying, beautiful self, that queen, you know, she's a new mother, you know what I'm saying, she out there doing her thing, putting on, making motherhood look amazing. So we definitely going to be talking to her next week. She got a brand new record out. It's doing amazing. You know what I'm saying? She got projects. She got things going on. She moving around. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, she out here making motherhood look good and all that. You know what I mean? Especially, I think it's it's beautiful and it's an a, a, a amazing thing to talk about. The fact that, you know, with her being an artist and still putting on and still growing And she's an amazing songwriter, you know what I'm saying, amazing producer at the end of the day, you know, before even just being an artist. She's done so much amazing. She probably penned one of your favorite songs, just letting you know. Um, But I think it's uh, amazing to be able to get her on here to talk about motherhood, to talk about how um, she's able to balance that, you know what I'm saying, because I think a lot of times, um, you know, we we have a dream. We chase that dream. We get close to, you know, maybe uh, making our dreams happen. And then something like uh, starting a family happens, you know, having a kid happens, and then maybe we put the dream in the back burner and stuff like that. But she's managed to balance both. She's managed to push through, and she's here to support you, uh, first time mothers, and you people that are, um, you know, out here chasing your dreams and and you know trying to not allow you know things like that deter what you need to do in life. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna be talking to her next week. Um. Other than that, man. Um. Hit me up, man. At DJ Michi. You can um listen to the podcast. It's gonna be everywhere, right? So it's gonna be on um SoundCloud, of course. It's gonna be on um Apple Music. It's gonna be on um you know the podcast app. It's gonna be on um YouTube. It's gonna be on everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So. Whatever device you got, whatever you listen to, wherever you listen to, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to get the DJ Michi podcast. If not, then you better download your ass one of these things that DJ Michi podcast is on Seeker support, all right? Anyways, um, (laughs) um, outside of that, um, listen, uh, you're going to be listening to this. Um, I'm going to be gearing up going on tour. Shouts to Dusty Stay True. We hitting that road Thursday and, um, we going on like 27 dates tour. So I'm going to, um hopefully i'm going to try to be as consistent as i can be um drop an episode every week um for you for the podcast um and then when i get back we'll get this thing in motion and do what we need to do and make things happen all right so thank you for uh tuning in tonight and um you know making it do what it do supporting me i appreciate y'all and um this was fun man you know what i'm saying and um to be honest, I don't necessarily know why y'all be wanting to hear me and listen to me, but I appreciate y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Next time I'll make sure I got more people on here so you're not just listening to me and my voice all the time. But you know what I mean? I'm going to get some other people on here. We're going to do what it do. Shouts to Skilly Bang once again for tapping in with us today and uh being able to talk to him about Crocodile Teeth, the album, and all that. So make sure y'all go run that up. And um, I'm about out of here, man. It's the DJ Mechie podcast. Holla.